0: You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Welcome to a world near our own, but with curious ghosts, alien artifacts, and fledgling AIs. Atma is a full role-playing experience in about two hours. Grab a deck, grab some friends, and let your creative storytelling shine. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum, this is Justin, and today I bring you a review of Atma, the role-playing card game from Metamorph Games. This was designed by Kevin and Matthew Bishop. Plays in about two hours, as stated, and two to five players, ages 13 up. MSRP is a little over the place on this one. If you want to get everything so far, it's $45. If you're looking at just Act 1, it's $35. And if you're looking just the Interlude, it's $15. We'll go a little bit more into that in a moment. So, as always, let's talk about First Impressions. It is a compact card game RPG in a box that you do not need game prep for, and that's one of the more appealing factors to it. You don't need to have a GM worry about making plans, coming up with stat sheets, things like that. It plays a lot more theater of the mind than a tactical battle map sort of situation in RPGs. But everyone is powered by cards, so the player characters are using decks of cards and flip cards to unlock new abilities, which also gives them more story to those characters. Likewise, the game master running the game has a deck of cards that they can move through and add adversaries challenges or other effects maybe it's a location change maybe it's an object that appears or a prop and it kind of goes back and forth so as the players activate their powers they give currency to the gm player and the gm player as they activate their powers gives currency kind of back to there so you get kind of a give and take system with that and most of the checks are nicely done as a you roll two six-sided dice, add your stat, and did you hit the target number of seven or higher. If you did, great. If not, well, there's a narrative failure for you, and you go on and you go through it. Looking at it, it was one of the things that caught my interest because it was this nice self-contained box, RPG one shot in a box, you could chain it into a longer campaign if you wanted to, but for those canceled game sessions where, hey, I have zero prep time, let's just bust this out and have some creative storytelling, it's really good for that. Let's talk about the things it does well. So Atma does, like I said, that no-energy prep where you kind of just allow your creativity to flow. The art is engaging a little bit on the comic art style, which is great. You have interesting characters like Ursa Major, who is pretty much like an awakened bear of Russia, and you can have a lot of fun with that. Two characters that are a little bit more down-to-earth, I would say normal, but everyone's a little weird. You have AIs and aliens, you have your standard operatives, things of that nature too. So everything's kind of done with that. You have your interlude box, which is a little, very small. A few characters, one stage deck, and then you're kind of ready to go with that. If you go with the Act 1 box, you get eight character decks, three different stages, as well as a you know, storage solution. And the great thing is, you can get both of them as a combo set, and you're not replicating anything. So the four characters become 12, and then the one location becomes four. So you can get a lot more out of it if you go big on it. There's a lot of value in there and a lot of experience, and the neat thing I think is really good for especially your first-time GMs who just want to tell a story, don't want to bog down with the rules, or anything of that nature. It's really good for the people who are good at thinking on their feet as well. If you're the type of RPG group that likes narrative-driven, less mechanics-driven sort of collaborative storytelling, Atma is a game system that you may really find interesting. It reminded me a lot of things like Fiasco, or maybe even like the Fate system, where the rules are there to guide you, but for the most part you're there to try to tell a story collaboratively. Let's talk about some of the not-so-great things about Atma. As much of the cards are great, and the interlude box is a little magnetic collapse. The Act 1 box is a nice large cardboard box, but still smaller than a shoe box, smaller than most RPG books, to be honest. It doesn't do a great way of storing everything together, if you have it all. The interlude box is a little too big to fit in the Atma box, if you want to try to have the cards sorted in there with the dividers that they give you. So it's one of those... It's nice, but a little bit more space would have given a little bit easier storage solution. I would have personally liked to see the Interloop box be able to sit bookshelf style within the Act One box, but that's a minor gripe. I always think about storage because I'm always thinking about, well, I've got a lot of games, I got a lot of things around, I'm a big hobbyist, so, you know, what can I do to minimize my storage? And what can I do to minimize travel time? Because the interlude box is great for throwing into a backpack, all of the cards won't fit in the interlude box. And the Act 1 box is a little large to put in uh, just a backpack for that what-if scenario if your game not got cancelled. On the other flip side, if you are a group that loves crunchy rules, or if you love a game that has very rigid, this is what you can and cannot do, you may have a lot more issues with Atma, because it is very much theater of the mind, it is very much, well, make it up as you go, you know, If you see something on the card art, if you see something on there, it's supposed to be there to inspire you. And if that's not how your group operates, this will fall flat for you. And I've been playing RPGs for over 20 years, and it's just one of those things I've noticed. Certain groups play certain games certain ways and they'll gravitate towards certain systems. Atma definitely sits on that flexibility side. So on my recommendation, I would definitely say if you're a group that likes that flexibility, likes a collaborative storytelling thing that doesn't really want to get too deep into the rules and just want to have some fun and share some laughs and stories around the table with a little bit of dice mechanics, it's a great pickup. If you're into the heavier, crunchier Shadowrun, you need to calculate exactly how much a grenade explosion and all of the factors into that grenade toss is and you have an engineering degree to do that calculation, maybe not the game for you. Overall, the $45 mark where you have the full Act 1 and interlude boxes together, you get quite a bit of story as far as multiple stages or some themes. You have multiple characters that you can interchange, and you can come up with many, many different stories with them. And even though that you have preset, kind of pre-generated characters, everybody's taken a particular character with the prompts that you get will vary and that's one of the more entertaining things about this, not seeing how one person runs the Ursa Major bear, but maybe in a different game how that bear is shifted because a different player is playing it. One might be more comical and whimsical, one might be more like, oh geez, that's a bear. Considering most RPG books are sitting around the $50 plus range at this point, I think the price point on Atma as a complete RPG system in a box at $45 is a steal. And even if you want to go all the way down to the interlude, $15. Wow, that's some value. Even if you have one good night with it and never touch it again, that's $15 for your night. That's cheaper than some movie tickets now. The value is there for sure. The card quality, the components are very bare bones, but the card quality for all these almost tarot-sized cards that you're playing with is there, and I feel that they will hold up with the test of time. Overall, like I said, I think the is in this one for sure. I would probably pay at least another $10 more than I did for it. That being said, if you do want to go on it, go to the Metamorph Games website or your friendly local game shop and order it for yourself. If you are a virtual grouping like your btTs because it was a Kickstarter and because of the recent pandemic, there is an online version that you can play. It only has some of the characters and I think only one stage but you can try it out for free on the website and that's how I played it the first time while waiting for the Kickstarter to arrive and I think that was a wonderful way of doing it. I don't know how long that's going to stay. It was a stretch goal that was not reached. I really do hope Metamorph does keep it as a live system or some way that you can maybe buy into it and they can keep those servers going because I think it was a wonderful tool to play a virtual game. That all being said, this has been Tabletop Arcanum's review of Atma, the role-playing card game. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow us on our social medias, that is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also YouTube. We love hearing from you, so if you want to drop a comment, please do. We will read it and get back to you as soon as we can. Happy gaming. Listening to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening.